1: enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better and now here's tom
0: hi there welcome to the soul's journey this is tom jacobs from tdjacobs.com and i'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel and i do some other things too and um this show is all about helping you understand more about well it's called The Soul's Journey. More about The Soul's Journey. So I employ astrology as well as um, channel perspectives, talk about life and death and soul, um, talk about my work with dead people, talk about work with inner kids and past lives and spirit guides. And I try to combine a bunch of different uh, tools and perspectives in order to help you understand more about you know what you're doing here and, and why you're wired the way you are, why your life unfolds the way it does, but also to give you tools to empower yourself to make your life what you want it to be. Lots of times it involves um, removing some debris from the past, and that's kind of the the inspiration uh, for the topic uh, tonight. A human is a work in progress. Um, since I started the sliding scale a few weeks ago on my sessions, uh, opening it up to um, a, a you know. Lots of people can now uh, fit within the scale and afford a reading with me. And you can read about that at tdjacobs.com. Uh, and also, if you are just hearing me for the first time or you have just uh, subscribed to the podcast, I'm going to recommend that you uh, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and look up the episode from I think three or four weeks ago called The Grand Cardinal Cross is Driving Change. And in it, I make the announcement and explain why I've gone from having a set rate to having the sliding scale that uh, – that makes it uh, much more uh, feasible for a lot of people. Uh, it does me no good, the, the, the basic headline is, it does me no good to to, um, to sit on the abilities and skills I've developed and the insights that I'm able to bring through from spirit guides. And, and the Ascended Master, Jehudi, also known as Thoth, St. Germain of Merlin, uh, as well as Archangel Metatron, uh, and doing energy work with those beings as well. It does me no good to sit on that and feel great because I have a price on my reading. It's more important for me to get a lot more people, uh, so to speak, you know, th- through the door. And so uh, it, I've been really happier uh, the last uh, few weeks, having my schedule much more full, being able to reach people and tell people. Uh, some people have had more than one reading in a week to try to, to work through things. And that makes me truly happy that to, for you to be able to get the help you need from your guides, from me, from Ascended Master, Jehudi, or Archangel Metatron, and um, be able to make some changes in your life and make decisions, that makes me happy. So anyway, so that's um, so that's been the last few weeks, and it's been um, – well, I keep saying I was I've been happy that I've been busy, but it's getting through to people. It's being able to say, oh, this is why that thing has happened to you. If you can change your mind about it, if you can rewrite the history – if you can let go of an energy or judgment or shame or an expectation or something, then you can move ahead. And that, if when you move ahead, then I'm happy. So I love working with um, with tons of people. So feel free to give me a call at 213 925 6019 to ask about or to set up a session for you. Or you can do that through tdjacobs.com. So I want to do um, a few announcements. Uh, the next intuitive skills development class, which is essentially. The um, the Building Blocks of Channeling class. So I've had several requests lately uh, to offer a channeling class. And what I do uh, to serve that uh, request and need is I offer this intuitive skills development class, which is a way of cleaning up your life, learning to trust intuition, um, clearing out debris, learning about the chakra system, and clearing things out in there so that you can intentionally and consciously operate yourself as a person. Intuition naturally opens up. The presence of guides is naturally revealed when you're clear and grounded and have gone through this process. So what I kind of do is this building blocks, as I said, of, uh, of channeling, uh, building blocks of learning about intuition and trusting it, and then learning to, learning to develop symbolic sight as part of the class too. And this is a skill, uh, that's, uh, that, that is about seeing the cause of a thing at the same time as the thing. So when you call me for a reading, you say, this is what's going on in my relationship or this is what's going on, you know, in the world around me. And I'm able because I've developed this to tell you the source of it inside your own energy field. And that's what symbolic sight is about seeing the thing that's happening as, and the cause of it simultaneously. And so part of that intuitive skills development class is, is, uh, is all about that. And it's, it's, it, it's a seriously empowering class. So if you're thinking about uh, checking it out, um, go to my blog and look for the announcement on that. Um, that starts Saturday, July 12th for 10 Saturdays. And I've made the time, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific so that, uh, people in Europe can, uh, call in if they want, can, uh, can join that too. Uh, for, you know, what else are you going to do on a Saturday night, I guess? Anyway, um, so, I, I, today is a news, uh, the first night of a first show, including a new segment. And I want to do a little, um, stuff about current events in the sky. Um, I used to do stuff like this now and then. And then I started the subscriber service. Now, many of you are hearing this as subscribers to the podcast and iTunes. That's not what I'm talking about. I have a, a group of people who subscribe to my work through tdjacobs.com, so I call them subscribers to my site or my work. And um, every month they get well over an hour of materials, whether it's um, videos or MP3s uh, and, and channeled MP3 meditations. Um, but there's it's a roadmap of the month ahead, and I release these materials uh, typically when the sun enters a sign, if not, you know, a day or two ahead of time. So the sun is now in Gemini for almost about 24 hours as of now. And so um, yesterday I released the videos. I put two uh, excerpts, one's five minutes, one's six minutes, uh, on my blog. So you can see that through Twitter or Facebook or my blog uh, or YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel. These two excerpts, one is on the sun in Gemini and how to understand the the transition from Taurus to Gemini uh, because contiguous signs are... Uh, you know, adjacent signs are very different from each other, and so uh, I explain a little about what was needed the previous month, and then how to work consciously with what Gemini is about. Uh, and then that video is about 17 minutes long, the total one. The excerpt is just five, um, but you can subscribe to see all the videos. And so far, there's um, a channel m- MP3 meditation on being open, and and it's uh, mostly Jihudi, uh having you state some decisions and make some affirmations uh, about being open but being grounded because the strategy of Gemini is to be open to new possibilities and to new data and gather some uh, some new things to you, ask questions, express curiosity. And uh, the other one is about the Grand Water Trine that's in place right now. So, uh, so for, you know, subscribers to my work get, you know, this really in depth, um, detailed, uh, list of, of materials, uh, that explains what to do, not just what's happening, but how to approach it in a, in a conscious way. And I, r- I really want to turn you on to that. Um, and you can read about that at tdjacobs.com. On the homepage, there's a button to read about subscription service. So, uh, what I want to do now is give you a little recap of what's going on and give you a little taste of how I look at things. Um, it, those videos the sun and gemini and the Water trine i'm going to leave you to go watch those uh consider those current events but what i'm going to talk a little bit about now is uh, mars being direct mars and libra and about two days ago it uh, turned direct so right around stations which is when uh, a planet uh slows down it appears from the earth's perspective to slow down and uh you know, preparing to change direction, it doesn't really do that, but from our perspective, from Earth's perspective, it does. Things are slow, and pressure can be building and mounting. And so uh, Mars and Libra, as part of the Grand Cross uh, from last month, it was as exact as it was going to be on April 22nd, which was just about a month ago now. That brought up a lot of tension for people. Mars being one player in this, um, you know, in this quartet of planets who are squaring and opposing each other. So pressure to change, pressure to be aware of, of things under the surface, um, the need to see where you may have boxed yourself in or where other people may have boxed you in, which means where you may have let other people box you in. And um and also the need to connect with your feelings and really look at what you need versus how the structure and structures of your life have been set up with others and by yourself. So all these things kind of swirling around, the need to be free, the need to be structured but in the right way for the right reasons, the the need to feel and the need to interact with others in an assertive, forthright way that's grounded and where you can really understand um, why relationships happen the way they do, so Mars and Libra was that part of that grand cardinal cross, and so uh, it was retrograding at the time, so rethinking you know how you interact with others and rethinking you know what you're offering others. What you're available to experience, what you're willing to do. Um, Rethinking and revisiting all those things are really important during that time. About seven, I think about seven, six weeks, maybe six weeks during Mars retro. And that happens about every two years, just to give you an idea that we're not, you know, Mercury retrograde happens three times each year. The outer planets retrograde, uh, you know, Jupiter on out retrograde once a year. And then Mars and Venus every two years. So when it comes to Mars and Venus retrogrades, it can really throw a wrench into things because we're not used to those things happening on a regular basis, at least not as regular as Mercury or these other, the other outer planets. So you can't get what you want from people. Maybe you're, you escalate the idea of what you want into making it, saying it's a need, and maybe that doesn't work. And then maybe you start making demands, maybe that doesn't work. How do you treat people who can't play with you the way you want to? What do you think it means? You know, do you go somewhere else? Do you develop patience? Do you, like, what do you do? These are Mars, retrograde, and Libra questions. Also, um, how do I, uh, do I need somebody else to help me with this? Or am I available to help others with what they need help with? All these kinds of questions for those, um, about six weeks ending on, uh, May 20th yesterday. These things are up in review and may cause tension. Well, now it's direct. So you might feel like you're about to get a green light for all those things about other people, but you need to really take into consideration what you've learned. That's really important. So it's not that the six weeks of the retro are over. So now you can be free to just do, you know, whatever the uh, exploit if you want and everything's fine again. But during that six week period, you learned more about who you are, what you want, why you do what you do. How your actions affect others, how their actions affect you, and how that dialogue that may ensue or grow out of that, um, you know, really works. As, as I'm talking, I'm thinking, gosh, I didn't say this to the subscribers in the new video. Because there's so many things I could say, I just kind of focus on, you know, five or ten minutes of each thing, but I'm just giving you a taste of how in depth that material goes. And this idea of um, not just telling you what's happening, uh, in giving you dates and degrees, but also what to do. That's, uh, that's what makes evolutionary astrology and the way that I do it very valuable. It's not just saying, oh, well, uh, you know, for example, as Mars is now direct in Libra, uh, right now it's about nine degrees. It's as it moves direct over the next, you know, maybe in a week or so, it's going to square Pluto. Maybe 10 days or two weeks, but it's going to square Pluto. So there's something to say about that. And I'm giving these roadmaps every month to subscribers. So, so again, I want you to, uh, to understand what's coming, but also really what to do in response to it. And that's through being a subscriber to tdjacobs.com. So you can also, uh, read about on the subscription page, uh, what one of my subscribers, uh, has to say. Actually, a couple of them, uh, recently offered me comments. So that's the idea. That's the idea on the, on the, on the Mars is now direct in Libra. You, um, you can move ahead, but you need to take with you what you learned over the last few weeks that may have been frustrating. Don't just slam the door and say, Oh, now that's over. Great. Now I can move ahead. Actually, you should let yourself be changed by what you learned. Um, and one last comment on this during retrogrades. It can seem or really be true that forward motion isn't, uh, possible. And that may frustrate us, but during retrogrades we 're invited to cultivate an attitude of patience to understand that our normal motivations don 't work. The normal way we do things doesn uh, 't doesn't, doesn't it 's not breathing right it 's not working right and and if we think we 're supposed to be um, productive and that 's the most important thing and, and goal oriented and ambitious or whatever, or you know really paying attention to the clock and thinking time as money and all that kind of stuff. Then any retrograde can really stress us out. So, um, just be okay. I'm asking you to, uh, play around with being okay with developing more patience. Mars is not inherently patient. And Mars in Libra, you know, is trying to get somebody else to move as fast as the person is. And then the retrograde says all of it's not quite working right. So now we're kind of, you know, we're kind of stepping into that light at the end of the tunnel, but just don't drop what you learned and don't think that what was going on was useless or you know meaningless static it's actually instructive to show you more about how and why you do things so that's that's the the current the current events thing um again for subscribers there's a there's a whole list uh of materials including um uh soon i will do the new moon and full moon uh videos uh to really explain those things too. the new moon being in a week and the full moon being in about three weeks so on to the uh the topic of this show um a human is a work in progress this was uh this was stirred by talking with a client this morning a first-time client um and uh, this this thing is on my mind often uh actually i'm going to take my first break just to do a little tease for you Uh, stick with me this is tom jacobs on the soul's journey and i'll be right back
1: Positive thoughts tried to forgive yourself and others for everything and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck. Call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, Channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron. Chakra cleaning and rebalancing. Past life integration. And teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213 925 6019 or visit tdjacobs.com ever wondered what your soul is how about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth in the important new channeled book conscious living conscious dying ascended master jahudi aka thoth and saint germain explain soul life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com.
0: Hey there. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And today I'm talking about... a. Uh, uh, human is a work in progress, and um, I didn't want to get too far into the uh, the dealio before the break, so I just kind of cut it off. Um, this is something that's on my mind rather frequently because when I work with people, sometimes they have expectations of where they should be in their lives and judgments that they're not there. And uh, as I said to the to the client after her reading this morning, who you know, I just found myself explaining this to her and kind of talking to her guides and kind of just describing to her, you know, you know, please, you know, give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you're a work in progress like every other person. I was reminded of, um, that I've, I actually say that quite a lot to people, quite often, to quite a lot of people. Um, some of them are professional critics in the form of having Pluto natally in Virgo <laughs> or other things in in Virgo. And there is this this idea of um, Virgo energy uh, when a planet is working through that is that that planet is aware of what's not perfect, what's not working well. But then, of course, uh, you know, people who have strong Taurus placements, another Earth sign, might have a little judgment if they're not sim- simplified or straightforward enough, and Capricorn. You know, people who have a strong uh, thing with that archetype can feel um, that they're not doing something well enough or they're not respected enough. And so there's this whole thing with – sometimes it is is emphasized with earth signs, but anybody can do it. But but I was telling this client this morning I have a special place in my heart for people with Pluto and Virgo because to be empowered, they have to be analytical. The – empowerment being a Pluto idea but then what happens is that sense of uh, or that uh, that ability to scrutinize and and uh, discern and discriminate what's happening and really sort things out and rank things and see you know what's really happening can get turned on themselves so it's a normal human thing or tendency possibility that in people with, for example, Pluto and Virgo, it can be, the volume can be really, really cranked up of self-judgment or something like this. And, um, the idea that you're not doing what you should be doing or you're not where you should be or I'm this age and I've only done this or I have, don't have much to show for it or something like that. And really, uh, this, I want to point out to those of you who have a, an energy like that, a feeling about yourself, uh, that, that might resonate with that or literally, you know, be worded like that that um this is a result or an indication that your linear logical brain is highly developed. <laughs> Again, everybody has a brain, but people um, with that Pluto and Virgo are empowered through the analysis, discernment, discrimination process. To make something better, you must be aware of what isn't good about it, what doesn't work. So this ongoing process of... Being aware of what's not perfect and then applying that scrutiny to the self, and then this judgment that comes in. And I have Pluto and Libra, um, so I want people to be happier. I want people to be, I want there to be more, you know, not to be too like a cliche, but I want people, I want more more justice, more fairness, more harmony. I want, you know, things to be better. Libra, kind of, I want more fairness, I want more equality, and that kind of thing. So when I see uh, or hear people, you know i hear evidence of that kind of self judgment and that kind of scrutiny you know i want to say to them um you know be aware that your mind is highly developed but you it's turned on yourself it's almost like an allergic reaction to yourself because but, but no person is perfect and that's part of the deal so from the soul's perspective kind of you know uh jumping all this up to that level um every person is here to learn about how to transition from fear into love how to live a human life forgetting that you're the creator, you're part of the creator energy, part of creator consciousness or all that is or, you know, divine whatever, <laughs> goddess and god, phrases people, some people like. How to live a life forgetting that to see what it's like. So here you are doing that. How can you, like how can you justify, how could God and goddess justify being hard on itself so anyway so this whole thing about judgment is from the mind and uh, a lot of what i do uh, and it it is in my heart to help you to see how to do this in different ways through various uh means but to adapt your perspective to add to your human the lens of you know human consciousness to add the logic of soul to it. And I'm going to encourage you, if you're hearing this podcast through the subscription, you know, to, uh, to, through iTunes, if you're hearing a podcast after the fact, to go through past episodes, scan the title, scan the, the thing, and, and listen to things that have these in the titles and in the descriptions. Listen to those shows. The logic of soul, I think I did two weeks in a row a couple of months ago. Um, you know, why things happen to us you know why bad things happen to good people is like i think another show so when anyway, we're looking at, at why things unfold so i want you to add another perspective to it but keeping in mind that your your human logic your human self has a definite reason why something has happened when you try to change your mind about why it's happening your human self will present evidence about why this new perspective is wrong and the old one is correct it's actually kind of a funny process because, as I've told people the last couple of weeks, when they remark on um, how lighter they feel after talking to me, when we've done a little energy work or some affirmations and release stuff, and, and I've given them the story of their their soul's journey or what their guides have to say and what Jehudi and Metatron want to tell them, people have been kind of a, really amazed at how different they feel or how this particular life issue seems no longer complex it's really much easier to make a decision or they feel lighter in general or they didn't realize that they're talking to me that they're carrying guilt or shame or the threat of one of those things about a topic in their lives and i tell and i've been telling people um i don't think i've really ever told people this that i'm doing client work for but i hear the um surprise in their voices and i say well really my job is not to be an astrologer or uh you know to channel for you, but really, my job in my, in my life, and then I bring it into my work, is to hold a vibration that you can change things for the better. And it sounds great. I can tell you that through the show, and you can say, Oh, that's great. Let me subscribe to the show. I listen to it. It's really great, blah, blah, blah. You can do that. But when you actually interact with me and I'm connected to your field, you can co opt the confidence of the Ascended Master and the Archangel, which I'm co opting. It's like I'm going to loan you a connection. To believe that you can change your life, to know that you're safe, I'm going to loan you, I'm going to extend to you a temporary loan while we're talking on the phone, and then you have the recording later so you can actually you know, revisit that, uh, where you're connecting to a vibration, not to me. It's not like I'm being drained if you listen to the recording later. It's just a vibration. But anyway, that's really my job, is to not – well, I, I think of it as trying to inspire you to make a change, but really – We get in the grounded space together. Send have you send cords into the earth as I have, and uh, we kind of align our energies together. And then I and then I have you make affirmative decisions that have to do with the thing you present with, the the problem you bring up. You know, I'm unhappy about this. Uh, One client recently used the word, you know, uh, the phrase, "I feel rudderless." Another one was experiencing guilt about this, or you know, all these different things you could bring to me. I'm gonna get you in a space where. I'm going to invite you to co-opt or, or borrow for a moment this frequency. So that's really my job. And then astrology is a tool. Spirit guides are a tool. Past life reading, inner kid stuff. Those are all tools. Affirmations are tools. So um, when it comes to the thing about self-judgment, you can come out of it at any time. But sometimes you just need someone to anchor for you this you know that it seems like a notion, but the powerful vibration. There's nothing wrong with you, and that's really what my job is. There's nothing wrong with how you're wired. There's nothing wrong. Your soul has you learning about being a human, which involves making choices, and then dealing with the results. And then from the bird, and that's kind of the the, the day to day, month to month thing. And then from the bird's eye view, what's really happening is your soul intends that you go through that process in order to transform fear into love because love is your true nature as a divine being is what the Ascended Master and all these beings are always telling me. Um, if you want to know more about that and, and don't know this yet, (laughs) I've channeled five books from the Ascended Master Judy and, uh, reading them can open perspectives, open hearts, change your mind about things. And there is a series and the first four of them, approaching love, understanding loss and death. Um, Goddess, Past, Present, and Future, and Conscious Revolution Tools for 2012 and Beyond. Each is available as a separate volume, uh, through Kindle, uh, Amazon, and also tjjacobs.com. And then I also offer PDF ebooks of those through my site as well. But then they can also be had together in one volume, which I highly recommend you get. Uh, and that's called Jehudi Speaks and that's available only as a paperback through my site as well as Amazon. And then the fifth book Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, uh is kind of an ex- you know, the next step. <laughs> so these five books I encourage you to read those books to uh, to get more information about these perspectives. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, your soul has you wired to have certain experiences so you can have those experiences and deal with the emotional consequences, you know, make choices and response and then learn ultimately how to become loving, because that is your source of true power. The way Jehudi talks about it is, uh, I don't know if I said this or not, but Judy is also known as, uh, Thoth and Saint Germain and Merlin. So Thoth, people know about Thoth. Some people in metaphysical circles do know about him. Uh, he's a teacher scribe, a translator, a mediator figure. Uh, and then as Saint Germain, uh, he's the keeper of the violet flame of forgiveness. So you have this being who, uh, and then Merlin's all about alchemy and transformation. And uh, there are different frequencies that they use coming through me. Jehudi and Thoth are basically the same. But then Saint Germain is like, you know, total room, building, filling, compassion, which is disarming <laughs> to people. And then Merlin is this kind of um, sneaky, mischievous energy. And he leads people into realizing that their thought patterns are keeping them back and then these subtle little tricks of transformation through turns of phrase. It's actually really entertaining when I channel, when I channel Merwin. It's very humbling when I channel Saint Germain. And then when I channel Jehudi, uh, originally Thoth, and then he said, you know, call me Jehudi. Um, these are both, you know, accepted names for him. It, uh, Jehudi is his Egyptian name. It's spelled D-J-E-H-U-T-Y. And then Thoth is T-H-O-T-H, and that's the Greek name for him. But anyway, as he, as he comes through, he will say, um, Love is the currency of power in the universe. Like your divine self is strong because it loves. So all the people in your life with whom you have important interactions, uh, are souls with whom you have contracts is the phrase that we, we typically use. But really there's a conspiracy of love between these souls. And then all manner of human interactions result, but there's a conspiracy of love between souls. Basically, no human could hurt you or lie to you or abuse you or abandon you without the souls being in a a contract based in love. All souls love each other. You are love. Love is your power. So this idea of going from fear to love, you think you're separate from the divine – so you observe with your linear logical analytical mind uh, facts and attempt to determine cause. You know, given effects A, B, and C. You try to figure out the causes, and then you uh, d- develop strategies for navigating the world based in the world being full of dangers. <laughs> Or people not being trustworthy, or I might not be safe, or who knows what's gonna happen, all these kinds of things. This is your linear logical mind trying to protect you. So when I say to you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're a work in progress. Your soul is having you do what your brain thinks, or would analyze after the fact, to be, uh, you know, some boneheaded decisions. (laughs) <laughs> but your soul is learning because you are experiencing things, making choices, and dealing with the results. So there's nothing wrong with how you're wired. Um, there's also this idea that comes from Saturnine or Saturnian culture about your potential, and uh, you know that ethos values long-term work, the long-term being forged. Through the fires of experience and time, and you know, wisdom is only possible after time, you know, after a great deal of investment in time and all this stuff. Um, and that's one way to go about things, but then that leads to putting pressure on yourself to, um, you know, always be a work in progress with little room or not sometimes a little, sometimes no room for trial and error. But trial and error is the bread and butter of the soul's journey, you know. Well, what's it like if I make a decision to not tell the truth in this scenario? Because I think if I tell the truth, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Well, what what does that do? That's trial and error. Every single decision you make is trial and error. But your brain is trying to convince you that there is a right and a wrong thing to do. There's a right and a wrong way to do things. You are in the right position or the wrong position. You know, it's not your brain does not um, tell you what's good for you. It tells you what is supposed to happen, or what should be good for you, or what is not good for you. I really want you to get this get this uh, sense of the methods of your brain, <laughs> the, you know, the methods of the human linear logical mind, and how important it is to become grounded so you can see more and have mind be a tool. Uh, I'm actually, um, I was reminded of a little story when I was talking and I didn't want to interrupt myself, just trying to be polite. You know, like I say, I got all this Libra stuff. No, but what was it? Um, <laughs> cause I would have been offended if I'd interrupted myself one more time. Uh, actually the Mars is retrograding on my Venus. It's, you know, stationing about a degree away from my Venus. So I'm really, I'm really aware of like, you know, Mars Venus issues right now. And, um, I could interrupt myself. I could be a jerk, but you know I'm just going to give myself space to talk. But then I forget the comment. Anyway, um, you're a work in progress. I'm going to kind of try to retrain myself back on the back on the uh, intentional path here. Um, your brain will always have—I'm just proceeding like I didn't even do that little aside. That's okay. Um, your brain will always have reasons that something's wrong, and your brain will always have reasons that you've done something that's not perfect. Your brain can 't see that you know you are making choices because you are urged by soul to do a trial and error process. You need to make some things, make some decisions that seem to yield a result of mistakes that 's how we learn so if you 're kicking yourself for what you 've chosen, you can let it go if you 're kicking other people for what they 've chosen. You can let that go too if you're kicking yourself because other people have made choices that affect you in ways and you weren't clever or strong enough or forthright enough or you didn't say the thing at the right time. You can let all of those things go and recognize that you are a work in progress. So I'm going to recommend – I've been remembering to do this more uh, more uh, recently. But on my homepage – oh, and by the way, uh, it, I'm reminded of it because almost all the people – The clients that I spoke with this week, if not everyone who's new, who came in because of the sliding scale or because they're suddenly inspired to call me, I think every one of them, if not – maybe not one of them, but like – I mean, there could have been one, I'm forgetting, but had already done and found great benefit from the 13-minute free MP3 from my homepage, the grounding meditation. So I've been saying the last few weeks, the last few months, like go there and get this to get grounded and i'm I'm, I'm reasserting that here i'm going to say a little more about it uh to inspire those of you who might not have checked it out uh when i come back from the break the second break this is tom jacobs on the soul's journey and i will be right back i promise
1: What your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth and Saint Germain, explains soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, Or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, Channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213 925 6019 or visit tdjacobs.com.
0: Welcome back to the Soul's Journey. This is a uh, this is your your buddy, your pal, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. Um, And I was talking about the grounding meditation, and it's, you know, for me it's a it's a tool I use daily. Uh, I use it all the time. I don't do the formal thing, like I'm not listening to the MP3 of myself, you know, explaining the meditation. But I use it all the time. Uh, I endeavor to send cords into the earth constantly. I probably do it about three quarters of the waking day. Uh, And the reason I do this is because becoming grounded shifts the center of gravity in your field which means your consciousness so getting grounded keeps you in your body a lot of things you might call me about that are confusing to you or upsetting if you're in your body your mind might feel a little more relaxed and you can figure some things out so in sessions i I almost always have people send cords into the earth because if i hear tension if i hear stress if i hear you know the uh the cycle of confusion the um how do you say this? The, uh, how would a person say this? Let me th- um the kind of like the cycle of mind that gets very stressful you know like cycles of mind you know just like when your mind goes in circles that's what it is uh, when I hear that I say oh okay okay nice client please you know please do this thing with me <laughs> and I ask the person to close his or her eyes and let the breathing be easy and relaxed and send cords into the earth and breathe the energy of the earth up into his or her body things make much more sense if the person's asking me for energy work that's how I get through to that person like that's how I get that person to open to receptivity even though he or she is having stress so anyway the grounding thing is extremely important i can't emphasize strongly enough how important it is other times when i mention it i just say if you want to get grounded play with this thing but it's really a seriously valuable tool so what happens is you go to tdjacobs.com and there's these pictures and images and words and all these colors but then on the lower right hand part uh like the third thing from the bottom in the on the right hand column is free 13 minute meditation mp3 click on that a player opens and then you right-click on the player, and you can choose to save audio as and download that to your device. So I strongly encourage you to do that. Um, this is something I learned in my um, in my channeling class years ago, which was essentially – it was called a channeling class. But it was really the kind of thing I do when I offer a channeling class, like with the intuitive skills development class, which starts July 12th through 10 Saturdays. It's really like cleaning up your past, learning about the chakras, learning to operate, operate yourself intentionally, learn about your energy field, manage emotions, and that naturally opens the door to be able to, to, to trust intuition more, access it, and also opens the door for guides to be able to talk to you more. Um, but when I first started doing it, I did learn it from um, from my teacher in that class, and um, and it was, you know, it was actually really challenging to open my heart at that point because I was shielded and I was guarded. And uh, I was in this position – I was in a transition of being nudged, I would say – I don't want to exaggerate, but every millisecond of every day for years. <laughs> I don't think that's exaggerating. I was constantly being nudged and, and uh, you know, pushed and pulled <laughs> to uh, uh, come out of being stuck in my head because I was afraid to be in my body. I was afraid to be in my heart uh, because when one gets in one's heart, you have to deal with what's in there. Like You have to deal with the debris from the past, Uh, and this is one of the things that I'm doing is helping people deal with emotional things, get grounded enough so they can understand clearly what's actually happened, rewrite the meaning of it, write the narrative that's ascribed and attached to the facts, the narrative being what's disempowering about an experience – the, the meaning we ascribe to it. And then, um, and then be able to work with emotions in this present tense way right now to clear out the past and move forward. And that, I mean, sometimes I think that's really what I do. Like I'm, as I described earlier, I'm holding a vibration and then I offer you the opportunity to interact with that vibration and it will change your life. And you'll get tools, but it will really, um, you know, insights and tools about your journey, but it will really alter your vibration if you, Allow yourself to, uh, you know, to to open to that. Um, but uh, getting grounded is the key to everything. So if you're thinking about getting a reading from me, uh, do it. But before you actually talk to me, get grounded. Every day before you, you know, between now and the time you have your your session coming up, send cords into the earth. Do this heart opening meditation. Um, decide that you're safe. Decide everything's fine. Decide that the way you're wired is no accident. Uh-huh. Um, and if you work with that that stuff, you can start to shift your energy field away from being um, overbalanced in your mind and into your body. So, um, you know, the thing is that the mind, the brain, the linear logical part of you cannot relax into the idea that you are a work in progress. Your mind cannot accept that something has happened and it has served your highest good, even if it's been painful. Your mind cannot accept the logic of soul if it is in defensive mode. If you have any idea or any um, inkling or notion or <laughs> uh, susceptibility to the tendency to think that you are not safe or that things are out to get you or that life is not supportive or you are not uh, mastering what you should, or you're not in the life stage you should be in, or I'm already this age and I don't have anything to show for it. Any of those things, your mind will put you on the defensive and you will not be able to open to receive guidance, support, wisdom, and clarity about what's happening. So I'm saying to you, get this grounding meditation that's free. This is, you know, a public service, free 13 minute MP3. And, um, and my lulling or, or dulcet tones will uh, guide you into this process. And then, Um, And then clear out energies that are in your field and call me for a reading and a session to help, you know, and I will help you further that process and give you insights and and next step stuff. It's really – I work with a lot of people who have ideas about themselves, and the ideas seem true, but the ideas are the product of their rational minds, linear logical selves – Trying to come up with a reason why something painful has happened. Basically, the reason that something painful has happened is because you're living on Earth in a trial and error fashion, and you can't help but do that because you, as your personality, have not done this before. It, it, you know, I, I do look at the multi-life journey. So you have, you are, your soul is living many lives on Earth, and in your emotional field, your emotional body. Are remnants and echoes and dents and scratches (laughs) and, uh, you know, memories of triumphs and lovely things too, uh, from those lives. But you, as your name, you know, your age, born in this place at that time, that you, this version of you, has never happened before. So are you gonna say, I'm already 35 and I'm not where I thought I was gonna be? You know, when I was 20, I had a dream, I'm 35, life got in the way. Like, are you gonna judge yourself for that? Are you going to judge yourself because you're 60? So all of these things have to do with what your mind is trying to get done. You know, I'm a certain age and I didn't get it done. I had a dream. It didn't happen. So this um, uh, control-based thing that's a normal part of you can take over. So whatever your age, whatever – well, first of all, I want to say that um, you have the option of – surrendering to an idea of what it means to be the age you are <laughs> i had this conversation with um with my mom who's um 71 and uh uh i think i started having this conversation with her about a decade ago and i did have this conversation uh with my dad even years before that um and this idea of what it means to be a certain age and there there are some people who have had um you know Kind of energies or ideas attitudes and beliefs passed down through family system of oh well you know the Johnsons we know at age sixty everybody has this problem that's a belief that doesn't have to be true most things like that are not genetic it's it's like you allow your idea of what your age means to to get in the way and to create things so i, I mean i'm I'm 41 my mom's 71 so you know she's older and she does have some some health issues and the way that the way that i experience that i don't actually i don't think of any how do you say this how would a person say this i don't think of anybody as old because what we think of it means to be old is disempowering yes the body ages things in the body deteriorate things change but if you think of yourself as old you're kind of starting to buy into some cultural construct that's going to mess you up. Oh, speaking of this, I have another client. I think she's in her mid-70s. Maybe she's 74, but she's um, she's that age. And she doesn't think of herself as old. She recognizes what her body is doing. She works with it. Maybe she has an injury and it lasts for a few weeks longer than it used to, you know, like a little an, a muscle pull or something like that or an issue with a, with a joint or something. But the thinking that you're old will start to age you and start to rob you of your passion and your vivacity. So anyway, I'm just saying this because um, you are a work in progress. And as long as you are on the planet, you have the opportunity to explore that process of being you. What is it like to make decisions? oh, here's the other thing. Sometimes people call me and say, look, this is my age. So I don't want one of those readings where, and, and oftentimes it'll be over 60. Somebody will write me and say, look, I'm 65. So don't give me a reading. You might give a 20 year old person about how life was full of possibilities. They don't say it this way. I'm kind of trying not to pick on anybody, but I am um, trying to make a joke out of it. Because when I read that, I think, oh, right. Most of us think that you know, the best years of our lives are in our youth. We've been taught to, to kind of, um, try to gracefully fade away or get disconnected enough so that we're not aware of the pain of aging and the trying to deal with the accumulated emotional crap from earlier in life, which is what actually contributes to a lot of what we think about aging and also crappy diets. <laughs> you know, if we're eating a lot of processed foods and things like this um i 'm totally on a tangent here. Let me try to focus again i 'm sure your people write me after I say stuff like that and say, uh, oh no, we loved it tan- you know tangent away um, so oh yeah, don't give me a reading like you know, keep in mind that i 'm at that stage of life. Well, I treat every single person I mean, I treat infants and toddlers differently <laughs> when I read for their parents but but i I treat everybody the same, and it's you 're here to learn certain themes. You're here to explore making choices given certain attitudes and wiring, and you're you, you are here for as long as you're here, however long you're on the planet, as this person who has your name uh, and your uh, particular personality, you are in the position of observing energies in your field, which is to say beliefs and attitudes, manifest as the world around you, and then to alter your relationship with those things or change what you're manifesting i do work with people like that woman in her mid-70s and and other people who are um you know at an age where a lot of people might say gosh i'm old and oh i feel so bad i'm sorry for myself and things are terrible you know that that kind of thing where they're actually very lively and even if they have some health issues or some some body you know degradation issues that's a weird thing to say deteriorating things but anyway um If they have those, they might still decide that their spirit is healthy and allow those things to flow for them, and they don't give off that thing, I feel like I'm old or I must be too old to do this or to have something I want to make happen or to have certain experiences that I want to create for myself. So anyway, that is kind of a tangent, but it does fit with this idea that I wanted to to talk about with you tonight. Um about your work in progress you don't hit an age where suddenly you stop learning things i think each of you knows that you can hit an age where you're closed you don't want to learn something new or you're not willing or you think that it's not worth your time but no matter what age you are you are here to learn certain things and you can learn them so anyway so i want you to call me for a session i want you to give me free reign to jump into your story and and give you some um in-depth news stories and reporting and some, uh, uh, you know, to let me jump into that process process with you to, to help you see where you are and where you can go. Uh, the other thing is if you call me for a reading, you know, you might say, what should I be doing? And when you ask me that, I will tell you what kinds of themes you're here to learn, which is about quality of life as opposed to some kind of quantifiable activity. So like what's my purpose on earth? I won't say you are supposed to sell cars, or anything else, like, you know, or you are supposed to be a teacher, like, like, like it's a quality of experience that's really emphasized and every single person has something in his or her chart and a number of things that they're challenged to do, but also that they can opt to become empowered and fulfilled through doing. And this is why I do the work. It's so exciting. It's wonderful. I could do lots of things, but I love this. I love giving you your story and telling you how to help, you know, Giving you, If I can, giving you as much insight as I can about how to make your life better and understand why it's gotten to where it is. So anyway, you can call me at 213-925-6019 or email me at tom at tdjacobs.com. So we're almost at the end of the show. Thanks again for joining me. And um, I'm going to encourage you to check out the subscription service. I didn't even mention earlier uh, subscription service through tdjacobs.com, not the podcast. And um, – I didn't even, uh, mention earlier that there are a number of perks for subscribers, including charged tiger iron stones for 25 instead of 33 or 38 bucks. That's a, that's a nice perk. And also I do, I was trying to remember to tell you about the stones um i've sold maybe almost 40 of the stones and people all over the world are having this experience of getting grounded in an intense way with judy and metatron's energy so i want to put your attention on um checking out the the charged tiger iron through tdjacobs.com too thanks for joining me and uh we'll see you again uh, next week have a great week
1: you've been listening to the soul's journey with tom jacobs a fresh look at astrology and soul Inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.